Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 107 of Lean Blog Audio. This is November 18th, 2015, and today's episode is titled, Maybe We Should Call It The Many Whys Instead of The Five Whys in Lean and Lean Startup. Now, when you ask people about the Lean Startup methodology, one of the first things you often hear is advocacy for a root cause problem solving method called The Five Whys. Now, as I mentioned yesterday in episode 107, I'm currently attending Eric Reese's Lean Startup Conference uh, that continues and uh, finishes up today. And uh, I hope you'll say hi if you are here at uh, the conference. Now, for a bit of background, you know, Eric wrote a blog post about the five whys, crediting Taiichi Ono, one of the creators of the Toyota production system. You can find a link to that and my podcast with Eric from a few years back where he shared his reflections on Taiichi Ono. You can find links to all of that at leanblog.org slash audio 108. So Eric wrote in part in that blog post, when something goes wrong, we tend to see it as a crisis and seek to blame. A better way is to see it as a learning opportunity, not in the existential sense of general self-improvement. Instead, we can use the technique of asking why five times to get to the root cause of the problem. So I think Eric is on the right track that blaming an individual for a systemic error, such as a machine producing a defect, the wrong medication being given to a patient, or a server going down, generally isn't helpful. Most problems, 90% or more, are caused by the system, as Dr. W. Edwards Deming taught us and Toyota reinforces today. So Toyota's corporate website has an article currently on the five whys, and it says in part, quote, according to Taiichi Ono, pioneer of the Toyota production system in the 1950s, having no problems is the biggest problem of all. Now, Ono saw a problem not as a negative, but in fact as a Kaizen or continuous improvement opportunity in disguise. Whenever one cropped up, he encouraged his staff to explore problems firsthand until the root causes were found. Observe the production floor without preconceptions, Ono would advise. Ask why five times about every matter, end of quote. So yes, this idea um, of no problems is a problem is uh, a very common Toyotaism. You know, and Eric uh, also wrote in uh, a helpful HBR article that I've linked to, again, at leanblog.org slash audio 108, behind every supposedly technical problem is actually a human problem. Now, this is usually the case in healthcare, and there's a methodology and framework called Just Culture that helps us figure out when a problem was caused by the system, which is most of the time, and when it's appropriate to consider pu punishing an individual. Now, I think this Just Culture method would be helpful in startups and other settings as well. You know, what's just and fair for those doing the work? Blaming an individual for a problem that a colleague would have likely also made is not fair and just. It's not just to, um, for, the, for the sake of future patients. It's not just to them to hamper problem solving which hampers the prevention of future problems by naming, blaming, and shaming, as people would say in healthcare, the predominant culture uh, before lean. So once we start asking why instead of who, we might ask why the number uh, is normally expressed as five, as the five whys. Why is this the case? 
Well, yes, Taichi Ono wrote about the five whys and asking why five times is a way to get beyond the surface and closer to a root cause. I think the key is that we ask why more than once. It's not always five whys that gets us to something that seems like a potential root cause. Asking once or twice might not get deep enough. We might be seeing a superficial symptom instead of the root cause. So I would propose maybe it should be called or should have been called the many whys instead of the five whys, since people tend to take things um, quite literally. People are looking for a prescriptive approach. Many whys, I think, is a good prescription. There's no magic about the number five. You know, I've seen some people write that five is somehow a magic number. Well, no, it's not really the case. Ask why more than once, probably more than twice, and it might take four, maybe five, maybe six whys. Now, one, one reason the number of whys varies is that it's very dependent upon the way we frame a problem. Properly defining a problem is really the first step in this Toyota problem-solving process. In a hospital setting, where I work most often, we might frame a problem in different ways at different levels. We might start by stating a problem vaguely as something like, it's too noisy in the hospital inpatient units at night. Now, a more specific and quantifiable problem statement might point to the need to reduce the number of complaints or to improve patient survey scores, because it's better to know the scale of the problem so we can know if we've eliminated it or at least we've made things a little bit better. If we ask, why is it noisy at night? There might be multiple reasons why. So again, the five whys process is usually not simple and linear. We might need to list different causes in something that's called a fishbone diagram or otherwise known as an Ishikawa diagram, something that's not mentioned in Eric's book, The Lean Startup. There's not always a single magical root cause to problems in complex systems. So let's look at an example that Eric used in his book. Talking about IT servers, he said, one, a new release disabled a feature for customers. Why? Because a particular server failed. Two, why did the server fail? Because an obscure subsystem was used in the wrong way. Three, why was it used in the wrong way? The engineer who used it didn't know how to use it properly. Four, why didn't he know? Because he was never trained. Five, why wasn't he trained? because his manager doesn't believe in training new engineers because he and his teams are too busy. So I think the implication here is that the root cause of the problem is the manager doesn't believe in training new engineers. But in that fifth why, in that fifth statement, there's actually another why question and answer kind of embedded in there. It could have been stated as five, why wasn't he trained? Because his manager doesn't believe in training new engineers. Six, why doesn't the manager believe in training? He and his team are too busy. So that's actually a sixth why. But, you know, should we have stopped after five? Eh, I mean, you know, probably not. Um, we could keep going. We could say, seven, why are they too busy? Meetings are too long. That might be one reason. Eight, why are meetings too long? Because they don't have agendas and things get off topic. So I would ask, you know, are, are we done? Are we done after eight whys? You know, the problem could have also been framed at a higher level. So instead of asking uh, why a new release disabled a feature for customers, we could have started with, why have we lost a bunch of customers this month? Because a feature for customers got disabled. Two, why was the feature disabled? Because the new release went badly. So as we go through this, we might, 
if we had started at that level of a problem with that framing, we might be up to nine or 10 Y's. So the exact number of Y's really doesn't matter. Solving the problem matters. I would recommend, you know, don't be too prescriptive or don't get too stuck on the number five. What matters again is the thought process, not just the whys, but the entire thought process as I blogged and talked about yesterday. Identify problems. Don't blame individuals. Understand the problem and clarify it. Brainstorm potential causes. Brainstorm countermeasures that might help, but then test those countermeasures and reflect upon or improve your causal analysis. So when should we stop asking why? I was taught to stop when we've reached a point where we can no longer develop effective countermeasures. If we keep asking why and we start pointing at factors like quarterly financial pressures or blaming society or our education system or Wall Street, we've probably exhausted the usefulness of asking why. So what are your thoughts? Do you use the many whys method in healthcare, manufacturing, or startups, or, or some other setting? I'd love to hear what you think. Go go to leanblog.org slash audio 107 to post a comment and to be part of the discussion.